Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Separating fact from fiction. The issue of healthcare. It's still a government-run health insurance plan. We will provide you with a choice. It's going to cost millions of Americans their jobs. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Susan's calling from Kansas City, Missouri. Marsha from Pittsburgh. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. Just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA, 131 affiliates strong. Thanks to all of you in our listening audience. Our producer today, Mr. Scott Larson. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. You know, normally I go into my monologue on what we're going to talk about regarding healthcare, health insurance. If we've got, you know, special doctors on or a hospital sister, maybe we've got a cancer expert, or maybe we've got an insurance expert. Today's going to be one of those out-of-the-box shows. You know about those. I've done a few of those. Today, joining me in studio is a good friend of mine and a a business associate that I have worked with for, uh, let's see, how long have we known each other, Dan? It's been about 10 years. Okay, about 10 years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Dan Stolp, he is the owner of uh, the Sandler Institute here in Kansas City, located in Overland Park, Kansas. And we're going to talk about what Sandler does. So if you're a business owner out there, this is really going to be interesting to you. I'm going to tell you what I did. I brought Dan on because I sent five of my people to his school. Um, we're getting some great results. I want to talk about that. And um, I, I just thought it would be a great opportunity for for all of you out there who've never considered something like this to find out how I did it, why we did it, uh, what we think is going to happen as a result, but how it's going to improve our business, our sales process, and everything that we're doing. So I asked Dan to come in studio to talk about this because I thought it was interesting. And by the way, if you're a sales professional or somebody that thinks you want to be a sales professional, this is going to apply to you as well. Mm -hmm. So whether you've got a mom and pop business, whether you've got a large company, a small company, or whether you're someone who is in sales or thinking of going to sales, Nothing happens in a business unless somebody sells something. It's pretty simple, Dan. <laughs> I mean, true. that really is pretty. I had I had a guy who has a national association uh, once say that, and I never will forget it. His name is Bill Keonio, and I'll never forget what he said. Nothing happens in any business unless somebody sells something. Well, he sounds like a wise man. I'd like to get to meet him. That's yeah. Awesome. Uh, so, so let's talk a little bit about Sandler. You've been doing Sandler. Let's talk about the background. Let's tell folks a little bit about what the Sandler training institute does sure and, and and just chat about that a little bit yeah you bet so my story started in 1995 and that's uh, basically saying how old I am but I was uh, I had we had moved here my family and I was starting up a new business down here a benefits brokerage which is kind of what Carrie does and uh, but back then it just wasn't happening as fast as I wanted to and I met a guy named Dick Brooks and he had a Sandler training franchise here in Kansas City and I just went ahead and invested in myself so and the reason I did it was because I while thinking Things were working. I was a little frustrated that things weren't happening as quickly so as they could. So you went through the school. Yeah, I was actually a client for 10 years. 
So, uh, and this, this was not on my radar screen whatsoever. I was just rocking and rolling. I own, you know, was co-owner of a company. And, uh, but there was one time about six, seven years into it, it just crossed my mind. It was a fleeting thought, like, wouldn't that be cool to do this? And then it went away. Well, anyway, in 2005, uh, Dick approached me and said, you know, um, I'm going to turn 60 and I'm trying to figure out what should I do with this business. And you popped in my head. I know you got your own business, but you know, I just want to at least let you tell me no, as opposed to me assuming it's no. Well, what he didn't know was I had only planned to be in insurance for about 10 years. And by then I was going on 16 years and I liked it, but I just kept, I just couldn't find that next thing. So I said, you know what? I'll talk to you about that. Uh, cause it, you know, it just, there's something to that. It so intrigued you. It intrigued me enough. And so fast forward about five or six months, I sold out of my benefits practice. I joined Dick in September of 2005 and I've never looked back. It's been great work for me. Yeah. So talk, it, it, it has been great. And, and let, let's talk a little bit about what Sandler does. It's a, it's an amazing program. Mm-hmm. I just signed up five of our people. Yeah. They've gone through the boot camp. They're mm-hmm. going to go, we're going to, we're in a six month program with yep. you. Um, uh, and, and, and we've got varying, you know, people with varying skills and varying yes. ranges. We'll talk about that in a minute, but <laughs> talk about what Sandler does, because what I thought and what I, and the feedback I got from our people was this was enormously beneficial to them. Um, let's just talk about what you do and how you do it. Yeah, sure. So, uh, first of all, Sandler is a proven method of selling. Now we're not the only one out there, so I want to make that really clear. But when I say proven, that what I mean by that, it not only works in Kansas city, but it's working in 44 other top markets out of 50 in Kansas city. And we're also, also in 30 countries. So you can't have something that's not proven, doesn't work, work in different countries in different parts of the United States. So that's the first thing. But the second part is, um, you, you have to follow something for it to be proven. So if I have this recipe to make cake and then I take this out and throw that in and, and then I wonder why it doesn't taste right. Well, I didn't follow the recipe, right? But now having said that, then I have people go, oh my gosh, I can't do that. I don't want to be robotic. Well, we're not being robotic. It's if you could imagine if you're going to build a skyscraper, you need a firm foundation, right? To support that skyscraper. Having a method or a process or a system in selling allows you to put a taller building on there if they could just think of it that way. But there are different buildings that are put on different foundations. So this is um, whether in, in what Carrie mentioned, and we'll get into this later, is that the system meets people where they are. Some people get more out of it than others. It's just like anything. Not everybody gets the same grades in higher education. Not everybody gets the same jobs when they graduate. So if the onerous is still on the person to use it, but the system or the process allows even successful people to get more. So it's a process that helps um, have a common playbook. So that's something that you're just starting to understand. All of our people got the books and materials. Yeah. So now we can start to use the same vernacular, the same type of, so we don't have to explain everything. Because otherwise, when you have even a small organization with five salespeople, oftentimes everybody's kind of got their own playbook and they're operating out of that. And so it's just not as effective than if we could all be operating out of the same playbook. Yeah. So it gives them a path. It gives them a path. As you said, a playbook, someplace to go for a reference. Um, You know, after the seminar, uh, the boot camp, which all of our people attended, um, I had everybody in the conference room and we kind of went around the room and and we had different levels of people that 
you know, yeah, you really thought did. they got a lot out of it. And then we had some people, well, yeah, you know, and but yeah, I sure. expected that. But the thing I think that I like about it, and we're going to talk a lot about this as we get further into the program was that I have people with varying levels of sales experience. I've got a couple of people that have just been knockout salespeople, have done it for a long time, are really good at it, mm-hmm. and they see it as a way to sharpen their skills. And then I've got other people who had no intention of selling anything, but in our business, when you're renewing clients on health insurance programs or, mm-hmm. or putting new programs out there, it's a sales process. Absolutely. It really is a sales process. So what I want them to understand is this is a sales process and you need to be able to understand how to make that happen and mm-hmm. work for you. Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, because a lot of the, you know, of the, of the five, there are three people that have had no training whatsoever. Right. So this for us went across the spectrum. It gave the two folks that are really good at sales, they're very enthusiastic about it. The other folks are just getting their feet wet and starting, but we found it as a common core, Mm -hmm. if you will, uh, 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 as you said, a playbook where everybody is on the same page and there's a way forward for them. How do I approach a client? How do I, sales is, oh my God, that's scary. That's Mm -hmm. difficult. Um, I didn't uh, sign up for this. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't, I I don't know how to do, you know, how do I, what do I do when somebody tells me, well, let me think about it. What do I do when somebody tells me, well, I got to go back and talk to my wife or, well, I need to go up and talk to my other partner or, or, or we'll get back to you in a couple weeks. All the excuses you get Mm -hmm. when you're trying to close a sale Mm -hmm. or close a deal or get a deal done. Mm -hmm. And that's what I thought was one of the greatest benefits of this was it teaches people how to confront that fear and how to have answers to those questions that get you to the next stage. Well, and the other part of that, Carrie, is, you know, oftentimes when I'm working with people, they're giving me the problem after they did they didn't do what they should have done. Right. So, okay. So there's that, that issue. So I, I need to kind of help them through that, but let's face it. If they, if they would have set it up more to succeed, we would have less of these discussions, but you know, when you meet someone, they're all in a different. Well, and that's, that, that's like, you said something very key there. If they had set it up to succeed. So how do you look, a lot of people don't have a clue on how to do something like that. How do you set it up to succeed? What do you do in the beginning that allows you to get to the process and get the deal done and get it in the door? Right. So yeah. that's part of what you get trained at here. Folks, if you're interested in learning about the uh, Sandler program or contacting Dan, go to the website, danstalp.com, www.danstalp.com, or you can call him at 913-451-1760. That's 913 451 1760, and he will reach out to you, chat with you about his program and how it works. And in the upcoming segments, we're going to give away some executive sessions, executive training sessions that are available. We'll talk about those. Stay tuned. When we come back from the break, you'll hear more about that with my guest, Dan Stolp from the Sandler Training Institute. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more.
back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the Fruited Plain here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. If you've got a question, send me an email. I'll answer it. I get a couple hundred of those a day. I don't answer each one of them the same day, but I promise I do answer each and every one of them. So send me an email if you've got a question. The website's americashealthcareadvocate.com. Our producer today, the always perfect Mr. Scott Larson. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. Coming up in this segment, I'm going to continue my conversation with Dan Stahl, President Sandler Training in Overland Park, Kansas. We're talking about sales training. You know, I said this in the first segment, people. It's really simple. I don't care what you own. If you own a business or what you do, nothing happens unless somebody sells something. Well, Mm -hmm. that's the truth, okay? And the question is, who's doing the selling? Maybe it's you. Maybe it's your staff. Maybe it's a combination of both like it is at my company. It just depends. Mm -hmm. But the point is, if you can improve that process, if you can learn how to do it better, if there's a better way to learn how to do it that's going to improve the results and go to your bottom line, it's certainly something worth looking into. Sandler Training, www.danstalp.com. That's the website, danstalp.com. The phone number, 913-451-1760. Dan, have we got uh, some free executive training we available? do so what i'd like to offer up is if you're one of the first five callers and that number is uh, 913-451-1760 i will waive the 99 dollars fee for an upcoming executive briefing on why salespeople fail this is designed for business owners um, who who may or may not be selling or if you're what I would call a peak performer out there, you're working for a big company, they're offering you product training, but they're not offering you sales training, you could also come. So it's someone who's doing well, but has a gap and wants to do better. Again, Can, nine, they, can they sign up online? Uh, no, they need to call because I'm going to take the first five. Okay. I don't know so how to stop that otherwise. You got to call people. Because otherwise you're going to have to pay with a credit card for 99 bucks. There nine, you go. 913-451-1760. It doesn't cost anything. You know, here's the other thing. Go to this and see what you think. Yep. You might be surprised what you're going to learn. And you may decide after that, you know, this is something I think I want to invest in. I did it. I, I, I put five people in this program and I paid for every nickel of it. And the reason is because I want to improve the process. All right. I want to improve their ability to sell. I don't want to improve our relationship with our clients. All of that comes into this. That's all part of what they learn here. Um, and it's a great program. It's, it's a tremendous opportunity to learn how to deal with the sales process. This entire intimidates a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are afraid. They're scared to death of it. Um, and, and one of the things that happens when you go through this program is that fear goes away. They learn how to do this and they learn how to do it the right way. And if you've got seasoned salespeople, like I said, my folks, the, the seasoned people came back. They were the most enthusiastic about the program after the boot And after that's the boot typical, camp. Carrie, is um, because they have more to apply. They do. You know, and so I want to touch on something that's kind of interesting. You know, uh, I ask this question a lot and I have thousands of people that I have this data on. The question is when you were 18, and this is to people that are currently oh, making their living <laughs> in sales. This isn't thinking ahead, about ask it. Ask me. I would, go ahead. Well, and ask me. So when you were 18, did you have any inkling that you would ever be selling anything at any point in your life? What do you think the percentages of people that even had an inkling? These are people that are making their living this way. Any idea what the number is? Yeah, when I was 18 years old. I was in the military getting ready to go. To, I was training, getting ready to go to Vietnam when I was 19. Right. So it probably was not upon my no. radar screen. Well, and I no, I didn't up, have a clue. I, mean, I didn't are you either. serious? No, I didn't have any idea. 
idea this is where I'd wind up. So statistically, the numbers I've been getting consistently are between 10 and 15% that had an inkling. So that remain, that means 85 to 90% of us had no clue. And I am also that person. So, so let me just back this, the truck up a little bit. So not only... <clears throat> Have I been selling for over 25 years? I've been coaching and training salespeople for over 10 years, and I had no clue I would ever be doing this. So I say that to give hope <laughs> to people out there that are going, How come I didn't get the memo? How come I don't know these things? Because most of us didn't. No. Now, when I ask the question of that subset, that 10 to 15%, at least 60 to 70% of the time, what do you think they all had in common in their family unit? There was something in common. Somebody was a sales executive or a salesperson. <clears throat> mom or dad sold. Or they owned a business. A lot of times they say, well, my mom and dad didn't sell, but they owned a business. I'm like- They sold. Like, hello, yeah. how do you think that got going? <laughs> you know, they go, well, that's true. Yeah, And that's usually is. the first thing that business owners go. They go, you know what? I got a bait and switch on me. I go, what's that? I started this company because I'm really good at fill in the blank. And, or I bought this company and all I bought was a sales job. I'm like, yep, that's what happened. That's exactly right. So a lot of us just don't think about that. No, you don't. Let's talk about how Sandler helps business owners like me, you know, with, with my folks, you know, I, I obviously saw a benefit to this. I've known you for a long time and I know the program, mm -hmm. but let's talk about, I, I'm a business owner. I've got four, you know, I'm not a big business owner. I don't have a big budget to spend, no. but I've got three or four salespeople and they're out pounding the pavement. They're trying to get appointments. They're trying to talk to people. They're trying to get deals done. I've got a product or a service. How do you help people? Right. So you, um, even though he just said, I'm not very big, I only have this many salespeople, he is our perfect demographic. And here's why. Because we are set up to give big sales training to as small as an individual. And here's how that works. So part of it is, you know, Gary can only be so many places at once. And then, you know, he's answering all these questions and all that. Well, by having a common playbook, the questions get answered quicker because you can just say, well, when you talk to them about, you know, when you, you know, set, when you set up that appointment right after you left, why, why is that not happening? Well, I didn't set up that appointment. Okay. Next time do that. But now you can still go back to them and set it up. But next time set that up when you're still there, because that's an example of setting yourself up for success, assuming they want to meet with you again. But the other part of it is, is the whole coaching part of it. I don't know if you've ever had this happen, but you know, if you're a parent or if you're a business owner, you've been telling this employee something 15 times and they just, they, it's just like, you know, and then, and then here comes Dan, the sales coach. I say it one time and they come back to the office like this is new and they go, Carrie, you wouldn't believe, you know how we can handle this. We can do this, this and the other. And your, your jaw drops. You go, I have been saying this for three months, three years, you know, whatever, but it's the, it's the third party perspective. And it's for some reason, and I do it too. When you have someone that's not in your business, you just listen differently. So my point is, I don't care how they get it. And that's how most business owners say, I just want them to get it. But the other part of it is, is sometimes you just say, I, I don't want to go round and round on you with this with you anymore. So I've got, you've got Dan, I want you to call him. Here's what I want you to ask. And then you tell me what he says. So it just takes you out of it and allows us to, if you could imagine fingers spread apart, we just come in and we fill the gaps. We don't, it's not this, it's just our, you know, we fill in the gaps. Some things you're really, really good at. Well, you probably don't need us as much. Some things you go, it's like putting needles in my eyes to have these conversations. <laughs> and that's what you send over to us. Now, then the last part of it is, and this is something that is only about 20% of our, of the people out there even want this is, that they can come in and sharpen the saw on average 11 times a month, hour and a half at a time. 
and we just expect to see them four times. So how, how could an individual business owner do that, you know, without them doing it themselves? And it's all local. So that's the other thing in terms of mastering things. It works really well. If you want information, you can contact Dan at 913-451-1760. If you're one of the callers, first five callers, you'll get that free executive session. 913-451-1760 or online at danstolf.com. danstolf.com. We'll be right back after the break with more. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. One more time for that phone number if you want one of those first five deals, 913-451-1760. Welcome back. You're listening America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. There's a blog up there on after open enrollment. If you missed open enrollment and you're looking for health insurance, there's a blog up there that explains how you can get it, what, what, how you can qualify, et cetera, et cetera. Go up to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. It's up there. You can read it. Um, our producer, Mr. Scott Larson, I'm your host, Carrie Hall, coming up in the segment, we're going to continue this fascinating conversation with Dan Stolp, president at Sandler Training in Overland Park, Kansas. Um, the website, danstolp.com. All their programs are up there. His information's up there. It's a great website if you just want to go up and explore it. If you want to be one of those first five that calls and gets that free executive training session. Now, look, you don't have to be a Fortune 500 executive. I got, I've got nine people in my company, mm-hmm, all right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that, that there's no, you don't have to do that, all right? Go to the, go to the seminar. Go to the go to the program. It's free. 913-451-1760. See what you think. Okay. Learn something about it. It might make a big difference in your business, like it's making a difference in our business. 913-451-1760. That's the phone number. Get a hold of Dan and get signed up today. All right. So, you know, this was a big decision for me because it's a lot of money for Absolutely. us to send all these people to this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when I looked at I started this company 16 years ago, 17 this year, with my wife, just the two of us, and I did all the sales. Absolutely. That's how we did it. That's how it okay. works. Yep. And, you know, I would work six days a week until we got it going. But I'm to a point now where a lot of our sales is done by staff, almost, you know, probably 80 percent of it on the individual side. And I work more on the group benefits side, large, mm-hmm. large groups, self-funded, that kind of thing. And I'm trying to hand off as much of that as I can and groom people to be able to step in and understand how to deal with problems, right. how to handle clients, how to make sales. That, that's, you know, I, you said something at last segment, I can't be everywhere all the time. Yeah. You know, we, we do health insurance here in the Midwest in like six different States. So, and I cannot be everywhere all the time. Plus I'm on the road a lot. I'm mm-hmm. doing this radio show mm-hmm. around the country. I'm out mm-hmm. taking care of clients. So I'm busy. I've got to have staff that can handle this stuff and that can go out and write a deal on their own, get it done, understand how to do it. So to me, 
this frees me up. You know, it allows me. The other thing that it does, Dan, is, you know, it, it's kind of nice if you can slow down a little bit. And it's, I'm 66. I'd kind of like to have people do a little more right. and me do a little less. Right. We, gotta, we, grew, we grew 11% last year. We had a good year. We're going to have a good year this year. Mm-hmm. But it, it's nice if you can have trained staff that step in and do this. And I saw this for us as a stepping stone to make that happen. I also saw it as a way to get our business to the next level. Yeah. So for me, it was kind of twofold. It let me pull back a little bit. That's what I'm expecting out mm-hmm. of this. And I'm mm-hmm. already seeing results. Mm-hmm. And the other thing was it took us to another level of professional. Yeah, well, you know, as long as it's just like when you parent kids, you know, if you always are there for them, they just don't get developed. Boy, that's a great analogy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. And, you know, and, and this is so much like parenting. I don't even know where to start. But, oh. but I mean, at the same time, you know, um, if we're if we're there, then they just don't take the responsibility. No. So, but on the other hand, you might say, but it's more it's more work to teach them how to take responsibility than it is for me to do it myself. And this is the conundrum, right? Short term, that's right. Yeah. Long term, that's wrong. I understand. Okay. So, but there's a middle ground in that even some of these things that would be taking your time, you are outsourcing to A, someone who does it all day, every day, who's set up to work with lots of different people, not just your people, and has the processes to do it quicker. Now, that will eventually catch up to you, but in the beginning, it's just not there. So I always say that to people. The first 90 days working with us, it's it's kind of the yuck stage. I mean, because, you know, you've been doing something that's been working and now you're starting to change that, but yet you're not good at what you're learning. That's why it's yucky. So, but if you've ever taken a, a you know, a golf uh, gone to a golf coach before. Sometimes you get a little worse before you get better. Oh yeah, learn learn how not to you know or yeah. whatever the sport yeah. or whatever. So you, I always keep that in mind with people. Is you know I just let them know this this doesn't always just take off right away. Sometimes you have a little bit of a dip before it comes back up because you're kind of straddling the fence. You've been doing things a certain way that's been working. You're you're taking a chance on something else that you believe is going to work better. So there's just that transition period in there. But what it allows you to do is, you know, it allows Carrie or people like Carrie to work on those higher dollar activities that he's really good at, that he gets a much more return on investment rather than doing things that that may not be the case. So I like to say working on the business, not in the business. The and I think I picked that up from you mm-hmm. a number of years ago. Working on the business, not in the business. Right. Because you spend so much time working in the business, you can't work on the business. Doing things that create new opportunities, doing things that help grow your business that are not part of solving everyday sales situations, yeah. dealing with that. That was one of the big motivators for me. Now, here's the thing. Most business owners are what I would call a dominant personality because that's how they're just getting her done. They tend not to be very patient. So when they say, I want to work on the business and not in the business, they see it as, okay, starting today, I'm not doing that anymore. And then then everybody around them is going, what? Uh, What do you mean? And that doesn't work. So there has to be some- You have to phase out of it. It has to be a transition, right? right? So um, you can transition with or without Sandler training. We're just saying that some people choose to use us to transition because it allows that to happen quicker, it allows them to transition out quicker. Um, so it's just one of those things, you know, I always say with a lot of things in life, you either pay me now or you pay me later. I mean, it's just, there's just, there's just certain things, there are no shortcuts. Now, where there, where you can leverage things is if you can outsource some of that to someone. And I'm not talking just sales training. I'm talking about anything, payroll, um, employee benefits, whatever. You know, so sometimes outsourcing allows you to transition quicker and it allows you to get to the point you want to get to quicker. 
Yeah, but again, back to, you know, for, for, for us, what I saw this as was an opportunity to take a number of people that were in positions where they could, where they were doing some sales work and improve their skills, give them more confidence and give them an opportunity so that I didn't have to do that. I can come in, I can help out, but they're going to handle, they're going to set it up. Yes. How do you set up the sales process? Right. How do you, how do you qualify them? How do you make sure that this is legitimate and you're not just being worked? Because it happens, especially in our business. Oh, yeah. Provide me with information. Provide me with quotes. Provide Scott's over here nodding his head. Provide me with this. Provide me with that. Oh well, um, I, I we 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 went a different way. We went a different path. Yeah. yeah after I busted my rear end mm-hmm. and spent X number of days putting all this together and getting it to you, yeah. and now you went a different way. Yeah. There's certain industries yeah. that kind of are more susceptible to a and term. Ours is one of them. And yours is one of them. And remember, I did it too for a while. It's called unpaid consulting. You know, because yeah. there's a lot. Of moving parts. There's a lot of, you know, know-how there's, you know, and it's evolved over the last 20 years about the benefits broker. But at the end of the day, it's like, how do I put this together? Or how do I get approved or how do I get whatever? And so if we're not careful, we can do a lot of educating, which, you know, you our, our clients need to be educated, but it doesn't always have to be on our dime. Well, it's, there's nothing wrong with educating, but the deal is at the end of the day, you know, I, I actually, in, in, in some cases on bigger cases where it's a lot of work <laughs> and we put a lot of time and effort into putting self-funded, I make them sign a non-disclosure agreement. You cannot take that information, turn around and give it to your existing broker because he's your brother-in-law. And and that's okay. the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Oh yeah, because it. it I, I mean that that happened to us over a number of years. And I'm like, you know what? I've had enough of this. Or okay. just have a, you know, and, and you can't do this in all industries because you guys are regulated. But if you're gonna, if you want us to do that for you, we charge for that. Yeah. And then if you well, choose to work with us, then we'll apply it. Now you can't do that insurance. You have to be careful. But, but in but, other but, industries, but, you can. But I got to tell you something. This this came right out of, from the from the course talking to the ladies' arms the other day. Well, Carrie, there has to be a value to what we do. People have to see the recognize the value of what you can't give away. What? No. Well, okay, so they just learned that instead of letting them take you down the garden path, okay, and do all this work and then tell you, oh, I went out and signed up online myself. Right? No, there ha- there's a value to what I do. If we're going to do it, here's where we're going to be at the end of that time period. Mm-hmm. That. And that was one of the first things that came back to me after they went to the boot camp. Well, and here's the other thing. I mean, everybody, I think, considers what they do to be valuable. But what we got to do is separate the people that value what we're great at. Thank you. So not only, you know, I, I think everybody considers what they do a value, but not everybody you talk to values. <laughs> what that, you do. Yeah. Oh, he's just a salesperson. We can do that. <laughs> we'll just burn his time up right. and energy and effort. They're just salespeople. They'll They're make not, it up on the next one, yeah, which never happens, uh, by the yeah, way. That yeah. never make it up on the next one. No. So yeah, we need to be good stewards of, you know, what our businesses are doing and people need to qualify to be able to work with us. It's not a, you know, and that's why it's important that people like Carrie are involved in this because if I, if they're getting this information and Carrie says, I don't care what Dan says, just give him a proposal. Well then, okay, doesn't that just, that, that doesn't work. No, right. So it, management no. has to reinforce that, that, you know, what we do is valuable and not everybody deserves a proposal. Not everybody deserves right. to meet with us because they don't qualify. That's exactly right. Yeah. We're going to come back after the break. If you want information, once again, the first five callers, 913 451 
1760. The executive training seminar, if you want to go to that, 913-451-1760. You can get in and have an opportunity to attend that. If you're interested, more information online at danstolp.com. danstolp.com. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast, across the USA. I'll be right back after the break. Wrap it up. Stay tuned. You got more after this. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. My producer, Mr. Scott Larson, my guest in studio today, Dan Stahl, President Sandler Training, Overland Park, Kansas. Website for Dan if you want to learn more about their programs and what they do. You know, it's worthwhile, ladies and gentlemen. I've got five people in this process. They're going to do it for six months. I'm already seeing results. DanStalp.com is the website, DanStalp.com, or you can call 913 913- 451-1760 if any of those slots are available and the four, uh, there are five giveaways there for the executive training 913-451-1760 if you want to learn more about how this process works. Okay, so let's, this is interesting. What are some of the biggest challenges that salespeople face today, Dan? We just talked about this thing where they're just salespeople. Mm-hmm. You know, you can run them around, you can right. run them in the ground. They're just salespeople. And that's the attitude of a lot of people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the biggest challenges. Yeah, well, one of them is, and you've seen it in your world, uh, 10 years ago, how many insurance companies were there locally that owned, that offered health insurance? Just ballpark. Oh, probably 20. And how many are there now? Four. Okay. Now you might say, everybody says, well, my business is different, but you know what? On that one, not so much. Look how many banks have gotten gobbled up. Oh, insurance companies. Consolidation is going on in every industry. So it used to be, you know, um, part of what people, they didn't know where to go to find things, but now they know where to go. And yeah, then they go to the web, Google and it. The other I don't care what is, it is. Let's get Googled. Right. So there's fewer companies and there's the World Wide Web. The other thing they can do, and this is something that I'm a big advocate to not do, is a lot of people put their pricing on their websites. That's unpaid consulting, folks. I, I don't even know what I'm getting. I look at that, go, that seems too much. And I just go away. They need to earn pricing. So that's another thing. But now, but but because they can get pricing from your competitors, they have an idea what they think things cost. So they have a lot of information before they even meet you that they didn't have 10 years ago. Yeah, so it's really interesting because this. The, well, I'm going to take that and make that an example. So a lot of these people during open enrollment when they're buying health insurance even afterwards, they go up on the website, CMS Gov or wherever they look and they, get, and they go and they see a plan. Oh, that plan, that plan's only $199 a mm-hmm. month. I'm, I'm going to buy that. Mm-hmm. It's a bronze level plan. What they don't know is it's on a select network mm-hmm. with only four or five hospitals. It's got a $12,000 out of pocket and if they wind up at Children's Mercy like a certain client of ours did last week who bought that product and then called us and goes, I, I, I'm in the ER and it's $12,000. Yeah, well, you are because that's the choice you made. Yeah. Okay. yeah, they bought price. They didn't understand what they were buying. So that's a classic example of consumers going out on a website right. someplace, buying something and not having a clue as to what that means in terms of the benefit they're going to get mm-hmm. back from it and, and buying in price. <laughs> 
Yeah. So th- well, that's a then, real problem. And then perceiving that they know what they bought. So that's the other part of it too. So, <laughs> so when you get a call, it used to be, you know, I mean, you really got to get down to business a little quicker because they know more yes. than you think they know. Or they, they think they know more. Right. But you want to, but so you could just tell them, you know, what they need to know. But what we um, do a lot of training around is helping them discover so let's face it. If I'm in your world, I'm going to say, you've probably already looked at several plans if they call me, because sure. that's probably what happened. But if I pretend and I think that this is the first time they've talked to anybody, I'm going to lose them. And because and cause, so it's kind of like I see uh, a lot of sales um, now over the phone more like a trade show where you are walking down this aisle and you have all these booths and you just have a few minutes to get that prospect's attention. If you don't, it's just gone. So that's another reason why you have to have kind of a process. You got to kind of know, you got to get down to business without being rude, but you kind of got to find out where are these people in this process instead of yapping about why you're the best, the greatest, the cheapest, they don't the hear fastest. That. I had a business owner tell me, I'd, I had recommended somebody to him. <clears throat> And this, this lady went and met with him and talked to him. And he said, all she did was talk about herself. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm not doing business with her. And I was like, I'm really sad to hear that. Because she actually works for a good company. She's very good at what she does. But unfortunately, all she did was talk about herself. And she lost the sale. He told me, mm-hmm. I wouldn't deal with her in 100 years. Yeah. Wow. I was and like, she Holy probably cow. doesn't even know that. And no, she thinks, I don't think she does. She walked away from that meeting and went back and told her boss, oh, it was a great meeting. Yeah. And the reason it was a great meeting is because she got to talk the whole time. Yeah. And that's so, what she did. But the other thing that um, we have to watch is email. Um, email oh. is a is a really can be a, yeah it's a killer, you know because people get emails. Can you send me this over? And they're going, I'm great at customer service, and I'm going to get that right to you. But there's no dialogue. So we uh, uh, email's fine. I mean, some of you might email me, but. I'm not going to just email you stuff. I'm just letting you know right now, we're going to have a phone conversation because I want to know why did you even contact me? And and there's no bad reasons, uh, but I need to know that so that I can better help you. And email, we just lose way too much. Just email me the proposal. Just email me this. No. I won't do that. Yeah. We're going to sit down and talk to you. We're going to explain it. First of all, we do that. And then you, 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 you pick something and you don't know what you've picked. Right. And then the consequence is the guy that shows up at Children's Mercy with a $12,000 bill because he didn't realize it was out of network and he made a bad choice. So, you know, in our case, we're going to make you sit down with us. Well, exactly. And we're going to take you through it. who are they going to blame when that, that happens? May, and that may be no more than getting them on the phone with the, with their computer screen up and our computer screen right. up That's and spending fine. 45 minutes to an hour going through it so they know fine we're done we don't have to you don't have to come into our office and we can no. come to you if we need to but the point is there's got to be a process and that's exactly right right and, then and that's the other not just thing, our business that's a lot of business you can just um, if I email it to you then you can just email it to the competitor or email it to anybody you want I have no idea where that's going to go yeah so that that can hurt us in terms of just being able to um, no, really help right. people and so the technology you know here's the thing about technology it only allows you to do things quicker so if I'm if my process is setting me up to fail, the technology will just allow me to fail quicker. And that's the problem. But not necessarily learn anything. No, and, you, right? and not necessarily make the sale. Thank right. you for doing this today. Thanks yeah, for you coming bet. Here. We're going to do fun. this again. This is interesting. I hope so. We'll talk about our, our progress and how our folks are doing I the next time it. we come back. If you want information from Dan, go to danstalp.com. That's danstalp.com. Uh, there may be one of those free seminars still left. 913-451-1760. 913-451-1760. Uh, if you want to sign up for the free executive seminar, 913-451-1760. And now I leave you with this thought from Albert Einstein. The one 
one who follows the crowd will usually get no further than the crowd. The one who walks alone is likely to find himself in places no one has ever been. Remember, friends, it's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but the very best, you most often get it. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Goodbye, America. Every day